Hey friend, we just wanted to pop over and remind you of all of the freebies that we have on our website at hustlehumblypodcast.com slash resources. There are quite a few on there. They work for buyers and sellers, for your business, all different things you might need and all for free. Mm -hmm. Alyssa, which one is your favorite? My favorite freebie is the due diligence checklist. Oh, that's a good one and Mm -hmm. so impactful for your buyers. Mm -hmm. It's a great email template. It's a really good one. Uh, My favorite is probably staging checklist. Mm -hmm. I want my sellers to have those houses looking good. Yes, yes. So head over and see which ones you would like to download or get them all. Enjoy. We live in Louisiana. We'll, we're, we pray for like a few flakes of snow. Like we're, I don't need tips on how to scrape it off my car. This is not helpful and it looks silly. Um, okay, let's talk about what you don't need. Um, boring market updates. Mm. Womp, womp. These are no longer newsletters. We have just termed, we've just dubbed the term virtual Popeye. We're going, we're going online. virtual. Yeah, we're going <laughs> virtual this year. Maybe we'll be back next year. Hi, y'all. Welcome to Hustle Humbly. It's Alyssa and Katie, and we are two top producing realtors in the Baton Rouge market. We work for two different companies where we should be competitors, but we have chosen community over competition. The goal of our podcast is to encourage you to find your own way in business. So stop comparing yourself and start embracing your strengths. Hi, Alyssa. Hey, Katie. How's it going? It's going great. Um, It's episode 166, email marketing and newsletters. I feel like it's the perfect time of year for Mm -hmm. this because we are entering the fall. Yes. And we usually like to focus on revamping the database, cleaning up the database. I mean, you need to send your Christmas cards soon. Yeah. So just making sure all of your information is accurate, thinking of good things to send them. Yeah, this is the best time of year to reach out to people. They're all in a good mood. Yeah. They're not all hot and sweaty from the summer. Right. It's time for the holidays. Yeah. It's a great time for this. Um, okay. So here's my first question for you. And I am dying because we, y'all, we had to record this twice. Five minutes in, I realized literally the machine wasn't plugged in. Like, I can't even believe it. Um, okay. Here's my question for you. Have you ever sent a real estate newsletter? I have never sent a real estate newsletter. Okay. But does your office provide it if you wanted to? We do have a program that provides it. Okay. And you know what frustrates me? What? The agents that use it, uh-huh. they send it also to everyone in the office. <laughs> I know. You get so many real estate newsletters, right? Yes. And I'm like, hey, I'm a realtor. Right. I, I think, don't need it. Yes. I don't need the house maintenance tips. I don't want to know. Or any of that. Yeah. And honestly, do you really want your, well, I mean, if it's people from your, within your own office, doesn't matter. It's the same thing you would get. But do you really want your competition seeing your marketing like right there in their inbox? Right. It's Just weird. giving them ideas. No, but that's a great tip number one. You should not be sending your email newsletter if you should choose to do one to literally every email address in your in, in your no, contacts. No, I used to try to use my Gmail yeah. as a place to store my contacts. Right. But it does not work well because if anybody has ever emailed you it ever. It records them. Yes, it yeah. saves them as a contact, even though it's not someone that would ever need my newsletter. Oh, yeah. Or ever need again. No. It could be, it could be totally unrelated. Right. Well, when I was at Remax, we had an auto newsletter that honestly, y'all, it was well written. The tips were good-ish. 
I mean, it's as good fine. as a newsletter can be. Can be right as as a canned newsletter that says nothing that is going out without my knowledge and without my input at all could be right. But I would get so many other agents newsletter, and that's kind of how I would know. Oh, this must be the day my newsletter is going out because yeah. here's all these other ones. And then I would feel look, especially if they were friends, I would feel bad about unsubscribing because you know it kind of stings when you get that unsubscribe message, right? But I'm like, I don't want. To keep receiving your newsletter and yeah. you're wasting your, like, it's not your time because they're not doing anything. But I mean, it just doesn't make any sense. So uh, tip number one is I think the people you would want to send a good newsletter, and we're going to tell you how to make a good newsletter in this episode, to your database. Yeah. The people who you've highly filtered and highly um, vetted before you added to your list. Not every single online lead you ever got, not every single prospect you've ever talked to, the people who made it to your database. So we're, we're deepening our relationship through this newsletter. See, I always thought that you would want to send a newsletter to like cold leads that right. you're trying to convert because you want to pop in and remind right. them like, right. hey, because you know, they always say those cold leads, it's about Catching them at the right time. Well, if it's a cold buyer lead, typically I've set them onto an yeah, MLS search. Yes. So they're getting home listings with my name and picture on them, okay? A seller lead, yeah. Maybe that's someone you could put onto your email list. But I think you need to be careful that you want what your newsletter um, what the content is to be sort of personalized to you. And maybe you want to share an occasional picture of your kids and talk about back to school. Or yeah. I don't know that you want to necessarily send that to just a oh, random yeah, prospect. True. Correct. You yeah. know, so if you get to the point where you have created a really good um, See, newsletter. Like you your newsletter to yeah. me isn't a newsletter. It's like a blog post. That is what I think you want to accomplish with your real estate newsletter. Right. And if it's a blog post where right. it's just like, I went on vacation, here's some photos. To me, that's 100% Database, database, very specific, right. you know? And if we've said it once, we'll say it a million more times, your database is where you're getting your business. If you deepen that relationship, if you stay top of mind, if you show up for them in a way that they enjoy and is meaningful, then they're going to refer you. They're going to use you. I don't have to worry about losing a cold lead or a prospect because they don't get my newsletter because now my database sees me all the time. Well, how you said that if they're a buyer, you likely have set them up on a search. Right. So they're right. getting something something from yeah. you and it's valuable. Yeah. So while I have never sent out a newsletter, yeah. I have the only thing I send out is the subdivision reports. Okay, and tell us who gets those. Is it just a current seller or anyone who's ever If you own a home mm -hmm. and I know you, yeah. and I know your address and your email address, you are likely receiving it. Okay. I um our office whenever the the report first rolled out was even doing like a competition on who could set up the most. Oh, who won? Oh, I mean, you know, Enneagram 3 here. <laughs> you won the contest. I'm like, a competition? Do, I... <laughs> do tell me. Do tell me. Tell me more. <laughs> I actually just thought to myself, I wonder how you how long it took to set that up in the beginning, but you were like burning well, your fingers on the keyboard. Well, that's what was good is that, yes, it was time consuming, but 
I got it done. And then I also had my assistant helping me. Okay. Like if it was ones that I that we knew already, yeah. she did them. I was more doing research, like messaging people that I knew that I didn't have that information. Right, we need your saying, address. Hey, we mm -hmm. got this really cool subdivision report. Yeah. I would love to set you up on it. If you see anything that's, yeah. you know, incorrect, please let me know. I love And that. they were like, sure, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and so then it just became as it's easy. one at a time, right? right. One we, at a time. When yeah. in your process, what triggers you to add someone to that? Is it just they're being added to your general database and that also is when you add them to the report? Definitely after closing okay. on their new subdivision and then also making sure removing them if yeah. they were on a subdivision already. And you need to go to another one. Yeah. So yeah. that's on my closing checklist is making sure they're deleted from any non-relevant searches anymore. I love that. And then adding them to new ones. Okay. Also, I will say the fall is probably when I add more because mm -hmm. if you're if I'm sending out like football magnets yeah, or you're just Christmas cards, people are just updating their you're information. Cleaning it up. Yeah. So I might add them. In my Excel spreadsheet, mm -hmm. I added a tab that says subdivision report. Okay. And it says yes or no. Okay. Because there's like a few people in there that maybe don't live in our marketplace right. that still refer people to me and you know, I want to keep in touch right. with them and send them Christmas cards. So, well, and I guess, do you have anyone on your database that doesn't own a home? So they wouldn't get it. Right. Like if they were a renter or. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Uh, do you happen to know what, what software it is that does that? I would love to know. So I don't, but I actually just took a two hour CE last week. Oh yeah. On a NARS, the National Association of Realtors, RPR. Uh-huh. And they have one. Oh, great. And it's free to you. Oh, it's free to use. Yeah. There you go. And it's a uh, simple. It oh, looked nice. I need this so, class. Where yeah. did you go for this class? <laughs> I had gotten an email newsletter from like, NAR. And you were like, oh, I'll come to that class. Yeah, it was actually through Louisiana Realtors sent oh, it out saying okay. that they were doing an RPR mm -hmm. um, CE. What so is that stand for? I'm, I'm not going to put you. That's fine. I've already but you know what's interesting is RPR ha has their own um, – Zestimate. Oh, I forget what you they, don't say. Yeah, I forget what they call it. Um, it. It's really like it says like realtor market value or something like that. And it has okay. like it has a few different ones, kind of like how you have like the oh. the Zestimate realtor property resource. Okay, it, but it's through that's through NAR. Correct. Got it. So if you are a member of the National Association of Realtors, which I think. You, not everyone. Not is. everyone is, but. Some markets, you don't have to be. Our market, you have to be to use the MLS. Yeah, but it was a great, they have some good tutorials, okay. but there's plenty of, like our MLS, I don't think offers a, a subdivision report. I don't. It might. I don't. All right, we're, we're, we're going down a rabbit hole. Okay, let's talk about newsletters. <laughs> That's what we've came to do. Um, the volume, this is an interesting stat I found, the volume of email newsletters has tripled <gasps> since the pandemic. Oh, yeah. 81% of marketers, like for any type of business, though, use email newsletters. And there were two things that they wanted um, to point out from this. <laughs> One, this is proof that it works. Okay. 81% of marketers would not be spending time on email newsletters if they didn't work. And two, you're going to have to stand out. Yeah. Because it's a lot of email. Think about how many email newsletters you get or email updates you get from the businesses you follow or the, you know, 
God forbid, the places where you shop, they send you newsletters like it's going oh, out of style. So yeah. um, but the other agents that you know, like just think about how many newsletters are coming into you. You're so good about cleaning out your inbox. So you probably don't get the kind of normal quantity, but I see a lot of them come in and out of my inbox yeah. a, a lot. Um, okay, so there were some goals that I think we want to address with our newsletter. Obviously, staying top of mind with your database is the premier goal of this activity. Yeah. Um, I read a, a, an article or a, a little note from MailChimp. They said the, the point of your newsletter was to tell your brand story and keep people engaged. So like, tell your story, but keep people engaged. Um, the other tip that they shared was make it about them. Um, it needs to be valuable. So your goal is for it to engage, entertain, or educate. So the three E's. Um, and engage means like there's some sort of back and forth. So either you ask a question or you do a poll or you tell them your favorites and say, do we have anything in common? Like there's got to be something that makes them kind of want to respond. Mm -hmm. um, entertain, obviously you can tell a real estate story or do something like that. And I'm going to give you a whole list of here are some things you could put in your newsletter. Yeah. Okay. Um, educate, give them real estate tips, but for heaven's sakes, don't be boring. Nobody wants that. No. And you have to realize everyone in your database isn't at the same part of the process. Maybe they just bought a house. They don't need any information on buying a house. Maybe they don't plan to sell their house for 50 years. You can't. Also, those canned newsletters, the ones that Remax would send, it would be like January, so I get it. They'd be giving you all these like winter and snow tips, and I'm like, we live in Louisiana. Well, we, we pray for like a few flakes of snow. Like, we're, I don't need tips on how to scrape it off my car. This is not helpful, and it looks silly. Like, yeah. if you send that to your database, wouldn't they be like, this is garbage. Yeah. This is never applies to me. I'm just going to unsubscribe. Um, okay. Well, you don't want to annoy people once a month. No. You want to, like, make them think, oh, I'm excited to get your newsletter, or at least that they find it semi-valuable. Yeah. Right? Um, also, <laughs> when you say make it about them, they don't care about your stats. They don't care about your recently sold home. They don't need to know what you rank in your office. Now, if you want to celebrate something, fine, share a picture. Um, but... If you're going to share a listing that you sold, it better have a story. Oh, yeah. Why are we newsletter. Why are we mm -hmm. bothering? Oh, they don't care about that. Um, also, as always, your goal is to be consistent. So figure out what you want to commit to time-wise. I think the standard is probably once a month. Yeah, that's plenty. That's plenty. Uh, any more than that is not necessary. And that's 12 times a year that you have to think of what's going on in your life, in the market, whatever you choose to include in your in your newsletter. Maybe you love it. Maybe it gets great feedback and you decide to do it bi-monthly. Fine. But I don't think you need any more than that. You would never send a weekly newsletter. No. Never. No. Never. Um, okay. So tell me what you like to receive. Have you ever gotten an email newsletter that you like enjoyed from a realtor? No. I have I haven't. Say like, no. I don't want any of your information. I'm going to read you one. And then I'm going to give lots of examples. Um, this email newsletter came to me and um, the first one I got from her, I actually referred a client okay. to this agent in Austin, Texas. Okay. I found her through Chelsea's group, Modern mm -hmm. Agent Social Club. So it doesn't surprise me that she had good marketing. Um, but 
I referred the client. She did a great job. Her name is Elizabeth Riley. She's in Austin, Texas. But this is her. So then I ended up on her newsletter list. Sure. Right. Which I guess isn't the craziest thing for an out-of-state realtor because yeah, yeah. I might like, refer someone else. Yeah. Right. Okay. So here it goes. First of all, there's some photos. Mm. This is very basic layout. I didn't. It doesn't look like some kind of fancy software. It's a photo and some plain text. Yeah. Okay. She shared, I'm going to read the second one I got, but I wanted you to see the photos. Okay, so there are one, two, two, per, three, four personal photos. Okay. Okay, and then information. In this first one, she kind of goes through, we will cross that bridge when we get to. Okay, hold on. She's, I'm going to go to the other one. Excuse me, all friends. Okay, sometimes the best laid plans just get run over. Hmm. We did it. We made it through the month of September and half of October. That means, oh, that'll be perfect when this airs. This is from 2020, y'all. That means something different for everyone, but we did it nonetheless. And it actually felt like fall for a few weeks. I work from my car on a pretty consistent basis, so the cooler temperatures have been so nice. I now also work from my pantry from time to time. Pantry? (laughs) When my office was under construction, my kids were working from every other flat surface and I needed a quiet place to be productive. The pantry was the best option. Yeah. (laughs) Things need to get done. And if that has to happen from the pantry, so be it. A few highlights of the last 30 days include, I took over the Platinum Top 50 Austin Instagram for a day. Everyone followed along via social media and saw a day in the life of Elizabeth. My days are crazy busy and always different, and I love every minute. I took a breather in Matagorda with my family for a few days, and it was awesome. Lots of fish, lots of family time, and quite a few laughs. Realizing that Jeep life can sometimes negatively impact bike life. Oops. (laughs) Seeing the Austin real estate market continue to thrive has been so exciting for myself and the Lux team. And even with pantry sessions and run over bikes, the Austin market is staying strong. Austin, August in Austin, Travis County saw some home price increases, days on the market go down and closings go up. We may be constantly pivoting to maneuver through life right now, but home has never been more important investment and it shows in the numbers. To see more August stats, check out our market report. If you're thinking about buying, selling, or investing, let me know. Okay. Then she shares the pictures of her, the the Jeep ran over the bike. So yeah. there's like a picture of the mangled bike. There's just like a bunch of inter- interesting stuff about her personal life. I was like, Elizabeth. This is good. This is the best real estate newsletter I've ever gotten. There's pictures of you and your family and what's going on and like a brief blurb about the market. I just felt like, okay. Yeah. I really, honestly, it's the only realtor newsletter I have ever received that I thought, I read the whole thing. Well, that's because it wasn't too terribly long. It's very short and it's not very And lots of pictures. Yeah. Okay. So the other thing about the, those canned newsletters that come to you, they're very polished. And to me, sometimes I think that polished look gets, is easy for people to just delete. Like this doesn't look like it's from you. It doesn't look like you just wrote it. But if you wrote it, I'm doing air quotes, your email newsletter, and it's literally just three short paragraphs of a regular plain old email font with photos fine yeah like that's actually probably ideal yeah so that it just looks like oh like you're talking to me here's the stuff um you here's what you're going to need for an email newsletter one you're going to need an email service provider 
Not what, just what your do you e- mean? You can't, like, let's say there's 500 people on your database. Well, let's take it back. Let's say there's 150 people on your database. You can't send something like Gmail or... To 100 people. Yeah, in a day. Like, there is a limit for how many emails you can send in a day. So you could potentially not be able to send it all. So you need an email service provider like MailChimp. Oh, okay. Constant Contact, Flowdesk. I think Flowdesk uh, Limited Realtors, but y'all can look what into that. What do you that. use? I use Kajabi, but only oh, yeah, because that's where everything is. And I'm actually emailing those people who are already in that database. So it's kind of a different, it's more like a, that's more like a business newsletter. Mm-hmm. I don't actually send a newsletter to my real estate database. Yeah. So I guess y'all can all turn off the episode now if you want. Right. <laughs> Neither mean, of us send newsletters to right. our database. I think they're great. I would I'm, love to. And after I finished researching this one, I'm like, you know what? Maybe I'm going to do this. Like as a little experiment. I'll see to, how it goes. I don't know. I don't know. I just think it would be fun also to keep in contact with those people because I am still working with my past clients. Yeah. Even though I'm not like actively pursuing a lot of new Maybe business. Maybe things like as things get slower. Yeah. Like it's one of those things that that when I look at, I think I should probably be doing this, you know? Well, I think it could be fun. It could be. I don't I don't feel like pressure, like I got to do it because I'm not going to survive if I don't. But I do think it would be fun to connect with the people on your database in a more meaningful way. Yeah. Like, you know, not just my Christmas card every year, but hey, here's what happened in October. Yeah. Here's a picture of back to school. Or And um, that brings me to one of my tips. Um, only a small percentage of the people who are your friends or followers on social media actually see your posts. Right. So if there was something important to you that you shared or something that got good traction or maybe it didn't get traction at all and you're like, why? This was so great. Put it in the freaking newsletter. Just reuse that information. Those people on your email list are way more likely to open an email from you than they are to see your Instagram post. Yeah. So why not take what you're put If you're putting time and effort into a social media strategy, just reuse that stuff. Pick the best stuff or the little tidbits and then make those into your newsletter. Use the same dang photo. Yeah. So simple. Super simple. Um, the other tip I had about while we're on social media was use links in your um in your newsletter. So did you have a hilarious reel that you recorded? Did you or maybe you saw one from somebody else that you thought was funny? Use a link in the freaking email that's like this is the funniest reel I've ever seen. Click here. Like now I just read Sarah Becker's newsletter. I was just thinking that in my head. I liked it. Her newsletter is great. Do you know why? Why? She tells you what she's reading, what yeah. she's doing. Here's a link to the new, um, you know, under the desk treadmill I bought. Here, like, here's what's going on. Like, here are pictures of me living life in Vermont. Like, yeah. it was very good. It was good. And that's all and I I'm think you need. I'm friends with her, so I, it mattered to me. Well, that's why I think you would rather send your newsletter to your database. Because they know you. Right. Then if I didn't matter. know her at all... It's like this is pretty, but it doesn't mean it doesn't anything mean to you. as much. But yeah. don't you feel like you deepened your relationship with her? Yeah, I do. You know more about her. That's a good point. I didn't think about it that way. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because we're all for getting your deep deeper relationships. We want to go deeper, not wider. I don't need more people on my database. I need deeper connections. Yeah. And this can really facilitate that because you also can reach out to all 150 people in your database with the click of one button. Mm-hmm. And they all are going to have that feeling that you just had. Like, I feel like I know you a little bit better. Mm-hmm. I like it. 
has such good potential. It does. That's why I feel really excited about it. I'm like, I think I'm going to do it. I'm just going to see You'd like what great. kind of. I think, right. And that's the other thing, y'all. If you enjoy writing, then write more in it. Don't, not a lot, but you know, if yeah. you enjoy taking pictures, share more photos. If you enjoy making video, make a quick video newsletter. Hey, this is what's going on. Oh, a video newsletter. You could totally That'd do be that. So quick and easy. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. You know, the October update with Alyssa. And yeah. then you could put it on your Instagram and then share it in a newsletter at the end. Perfect. Okay. So many, so many options. Okay. So you need an email service provider because you can't be sending out all those emails without it. So just Google, there's a bajillion of them. Um, We've used MailChimp when we first started the podcast. Yeah. It's not hard to set up. No, I've used it before. Yeah. It's not hard. I liked it. Hey, Alyssa. Hey, Katie. What do we mention almost every episode? Email templates. You're right. We sure do. (laughs) And after every time we mention an email template, do you know what we get? Emails asking if they can have (laughs) copies of the email template. Can you send me a copy of that template? I have never had one like that. That sounds great. And you know what the good news is? What? You can get all of our email templates from our course, Email Templates 101. Tell the people about it. Our course has all of the email templates you would need to send to your buyers and your sellers and your clients that are buying and selling at the same time. Exactly. (laughs) To get through every step of the transaction and giving them information that they need for where they are in the transaction. It's great because you never forget to tell them something. Yes, and we've already done all the work for you. We wrote them and you can personalize them. Yes. And just feel organized knowing that you have all the information where it needs to be. And if you purchase Email Templates 101, you do get lifetime access. So occasionally we like to go in and make updates based on the market or if we find a new best practice. And we put that right into the template and you get that updated straight away. It just goes straight to your course. Yep. Right, it's just there. It's It's already in there. It's just already in there. You don't even have to worry about it. We'll send you an email and we'll say, updated. That's great. Where can they find these email templates? You can find the email templates at email templates with an S 101.com email templates 101.com yes head over for reviews and all of the specifics wonderful okay enjoy okay the other thing I think you need for your newsletter is a formula like make it easy for you to get it done and this does not mean a template y'all you don't need a fancy canva template or It just means like have yourself a formula. What am I going to cover every month? Is Mm -hmm. it going to be what's going on in my family life? Is it going to be the new restaurant that I tried? Like what are the things that you want to cover? Kind of have a formula. And that way every month you just, you know what you're going to do. So you're not not having to reinvent the wheel. You do not want to reinvent the wheel. The the other thing you need is a call to action. Simply Mm. have a reason for them to hit reply. So, hey, do we share anything in common? Have you ever been to New York pizza and pasta? Can we talk about that for a second? Hmm. I had the best pizza. Jay's going to like throw up his hands because he did not agree. I had the best pizza I've ever had in town recently from this little random place on Jones Creek called the New York pizza and pasta. Is it new? No, it's been there for three years and it looks, I'm not going to lie, terrible from the outside. And apparently the inside How is like a sit down. here? My friends referred me to it. Oh, Okay. Anyway, so I should share that in my newsletter. Do you guys want the best pizza in town? Yeah. Surprise. Go over to the New York pizza and pasta. Interesting. Anyhow. Okay. So a call to action, though, would be like, what, where's your favorite pizza? Oh, yeah. Like, ask a question that makes them be like, I need to tell you. 
Yeah. Like, well, that's not mine, but I need to tell you. So you want to like open a little dialogue there. Um, and then I already told you this, but use links, links to your social media content, links to things you love, links to the local business, links to the local event. Use a link. It's very easy. Hey, here's a link to the community events. Great. Great. Um, okay. Let's talk about what you don't need. Um, boring market updates. <laughs> womp, womp. Do I want to hear about every zip code in your neighborhood, in your area? No. I don't need no. to know how many. But if it's something interesting, like there are 10,000 houses on the market right now. What? Whoa. Just that. Yeah. Don't go. No more. <laughs> like just, just a quick stat. That's all you need. Or, you know, 3,000 houses sold in August. The end. Just please think about what you would want to read if you were a consumer mm -hmm. or a friend. What would you tell your friend? That's probably a good way to qualify what's in your newsletter. What's something you would tell your friend? Would you start boring your friends with random market stats? No. Um, what you don't need is a service provider to, to create your newsletter. So we don't need boomtown or <laughs> i don't know i think i saw keeping current matters had one i'm sure they're delightful newsletters well i just like the one that you just showed us where they just typed an email and just put in a, some pictures just type an email put in a photo um so you do not need a provider you don't need someone to do that um a stock like a pre-done newsletter is, is gonna people are gonna get bored with that and they're going to tune it out immediately. Right. And you, this is sort of like, if you've never done a newsletter, this is going to be like a, you only get one chance to make a first impression. Right. The first one you send out better be like, hey, I'm going to pop in once a month and this is what's going to look like. And it better be interesting. Mm -hmm. um, not a stock pre-done thing. <laughs> the last thing I said that you don't need is a recipe. <laughs> How many real estate newsletters? Now look, if your niche is food and you're a foodie and you take pictures of food and yeah, love food. Yeah, that'd be different. That'd be different. Totally different. But just every, there was that that era before social media when every agent <laughs> would send like recipe cards in the mail. Yeah. Like that's a thing. It's not even valuable or pertaining to our industry. At all. It's not even talking about the local restaurant. It's no. the most silly and I just I'm not going to get deep into it, but please don't. You don't need a recipe. All right. So here um, is a general tip. Don't make it repetitive and boring. Nobody wants to receive the same thing if it's boring. Um, oh, I have a great story. My HOA sends a newsletter every month to all the residents of the neighborhood. Okay. It is a, like, you know, templated form that they use from the management company they pop in the information, like what the current um, violations are, like oh, what yeah. are the current projects they're working on in the neighborhood, like the streets on fell down or whatever. You don't get to enjoy all of this because no, you don't I'm live in a neighborhood. neighborhood. <laughs> but the newsletter is mind-numbingly boring. Mm -hmm. It is not useful. And everyone just receives and deletes. Receive and delete. Even though it's about your neighborhood, you don't read Couldn't it. Couldn't care less. Do you know why? Why? Every month it's exactly the same. Oh. Barely any of the information changes. And then they give you some weird tip like about hurricane preparedness or something that I don't, I'm not seeking out for my neighborhood. Sure. Meanwhile, they were having struggles giving out information like we're selling a piece of our community property. And people were like, I didn't hear about this. I'm like, hmm. Oh, Seems like that's that might have been a good thing for the newsletter. But I think you have to... 
unframe it in the newsletter. That's the other problem. The newsletter has a reputation now, so nobody even reads nobody it. Nobody reads so it. even if it had been in the newsletter, they're missing nobody it. Nobody would care. And here's the problem. Don't, whatever you do, don't call it a newsletter. You're going to be receiving my newsletter. No. Hmm. I'd love to share my, you know, life update or whatever you want. I don't, just don't call it anything. Or or call it something fun, but please don't call it a newsletter because that feels like an auto-delete for me. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't really, I don't need that. So I always thought that it would be a good thing to just at least have all of your database in a mail service provider yes. like MailChimp. Yes. And then instead of putting the pressure of once a month, and I know consistency is good, but I just thought, well, maybe whenever I get that, urge to write something or like that's when I do it. Yes. And maybe it's every two months or maybe sometimes you get something from me twice in one month just depending on like what's what's going going on on or or hey I just had to share this coupon for getting your house power wash. Yes. Or this is the interest rates today. One of our lenders made this. I just had to share it with you. Mm -hmm. Even if it is kind of like a pop-in. Like yeah. a virtual pop by. That's what it is. A virtual yeah. pop by. To just say like just popping into hey, your inbox. Yeah. Let's call it that. A An, virtual a virtual pop, pop by. by. These are no longer newsletters. We have just termed we've just dubbed the term virtual pop by. Well by. then you don't have any pressure no. to be like it's the first of the month. Huh. I need to but, get my newsletter. Right. Out. Maybe you don't feel creative. Yeah. Or maybe you're not in a great place in your life. That's what people like. I feel like I can. I like to write, but I can't make myself. I have to be inspired or, you know. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Mm-hmm. I think the formula could also help you with that. If you're like, well, I know I just need to right. grab a local sure. business or whatever it is I want to do. Um, but I think that's fine because think about it this way. If you're not currently sending a newsletter at all or you're sending some kind of canned newsletter that nobody really wants, um, then showing up four times a year is better than none. I think it goes back to done is better than perfect. Always. So I'll just go off on a slight tangent Please here. Please do. As someone who does not currently do a newsletter mm-hmm. or have a mail service provider. Yes. <gasps> I don't either. Let's all do this together. I'm pretty sure if I wanted to do this, let's mm-hmm. say I was making it my goal. Okay. That I wanted to send out a newsletter. Maybe this year. I decide to do the virtual Christmas card. <gasps> no Christmas cards in the mail. And I say, you know what, people? We're, do- we're, not going, get- we're, going, we're going virtual. <laughs> yeah, we're going virtual this year. Maybe we'll be back next year. I'm trying to think of, you know, when you feel overwhelmed. You're like, how can I cut things out? How do I, what is the process? I think my first step would be get all of my email. Well, first, I'd have to really clean out my clean database. Your step clean your one. Clean database. database. Step two, I need to get them in the mail service provider. Yes. Choose and and fill in your provider. Um, okay. I'm taking notes. Once they're in the provider, mm-hmm. you don't have to like make groups or I think I get overwhelmed with being yeah. like, is this still their current email address and people, but then I have to be like, done is better than perfect. Yeah, who There's going to be a few that bounce back and that's okay. Well, look, it's not going to be perfect. After your first use of it and they bounce back because the email service provider will tell you mm-hmm. these bounce back, then shoot those people a text and mm-hmm. be like, hey, do you have a new email address? I'm starting a 
you know, virtual bye-bye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just wanted to send you a little update about things that are going on. Yeah. Do you I mind? Like Could I get your email address? I also think there are probably a lot of people that I do want in my database that I only communicate with on social media. Okay. Like I recently realized, oh my gosh, she's not in my database and we've been friends forever. <gasps> oh, well, how are you going to handle that? I know. I, I would just have to maybe. I don't oh, know. I have an idea. Okay. Does that person like interact with you on social media? Yeah. Okay, great. You need to maybe also have a little social media campaign that's like, hey, I'm doing virtual pot buys. Do you want to know what the heck that is? Yeah. Or, hey, guys, this year, my Christmas card is virtual. Do you want one? Do you want one? Give me your I know email. that a lot of you have always received them in the mail, but this year, it's virtual. Right. Put your email in this box, in the question box, if you'd like to receive virtual updates from me. Would you like me to mm. pop by into mm. your inbox? I swear I won't be boring. So almost like making sure you have everyone that you yeah. want. Mm-hmm. See, I think it's the volume of people that overwhelms my brain. But the system's going to send them all at once. No, it's more like um, going through Facebook and making sure I have people or going through. It's hard I to I feel keep, like you're getting in the weeds. I am. You're I totally am. getting in the I weeds. Know. Because it doesn't matter. At, yeah. the, at the beginning of this, you have a database with emails on it. Mm-hmm. Yes, do, we would I love do. to add the people from social media, but if they don't end up on there right away over time, okay. yeah. I think it's okay. But now when you send the email, you can be like in your stories, I'm working on my email. Email went out. Do you want to see like, you know, put the, the block over the picture. So they're like, do you want to know what picture I said? Yeah. You got to get on my list. Thank you. I mean, there's so many ways you could take that. Yeah. But ultimately... um. Getting people, whether they're your like sphere database or prospects or whatever, getting people's email is more valuable than getting them as a follower on your social media. Yeah. Because email is going to get open more and seen more than your social media post. Hmm. So um, people like, you know, Chelsea in, in Modern Agent Social Club, she actually does landing pages and teach And I think they actually do do some newsletter like stuff in there. But she teaches you how to get people from your social media to give you their email address so that you mm-hmm. could do things like what we're talking about. Hmm. Because that email list is more valuable because what if Instagram closes tomorrow? Right. What if it freezes up? You've lost what everyone. If what if you get locked out of your account like poor Jay recently? the database is so important. So important. You cannot rely on your social media to be in front of everyone on there. And you can't rely on those. Like, what if you lost all those people today? Yeah. Gone. Gone. So I think it would be a great time to start adding emails that of people now that you want to kind of share those maybe slightly more personal updates, mm-hmm. you know? But if you're willing to put it on social media, I don't know why you wouldn't be willing to put it in your newsletter. Yeah. Right? I like that. Okay. So would you like – oh, do you have any more on your list? Clean database, choose a f- provider and fill it in and send the email. <laughs> That's it. That's it. It's three really steps. It. That's really it. I think that the overwhelming part is cleaning out the database. And that's yeah. when I tell people – Go alphabetically yeah, and say, today I'm going to do A through C. Right. And make sure all of those are yeah. clean and tidy. And if you want, at the same time, you could go to your Facebook friends group and go A through C there yeah, and, and I, see if it matches. I mean, Alyssa, maybe people don't realize this. If you have like a just the email, like a spreadsheet database like we do, you just, that'll be easy to upload. Yeah. That's why we do preach the Excel spreadsheet for your database yeah. because almost any 
platform that you want to use for anything, whether it's a CRM or like a database software, they want you to upload from an Excel spreadsheet and it just does it for you. So that's why it's good to have it all in just like the basic. And maybe we have some new listeners that don't know that we offer for free. Yeah, yeah. Our Excel spreadsheet template that we use. You go to the website. It's so easy. Yeah. Yeah. Go to hustlehumblypodcast.com and there's under resources that you'll be able to easy, yeah go easy get go it. check out the um, database template mm-hmm. yeah gosh we need to really listen to the database episode if you're new here and you haven't heard it yet that's the best one oh, anyone gosh. about the database okay I think that when you start so <laughs> it's pretty easy clean your database <laughs> choose your provider fill it in which is going to take less time than you realize and then send the email. I think your subject line here is important. Oh. Um, services like MailChimp will give you alerts like don't put a bunch of exclamation points or don't yeah. have too many capital letters because yeah. those things get to sent to spam. And we don't – those email service providers know all that. That's good. I don't know all that. Yeah. But maybe you want your original subject line to be, don't you just hate a real estate newsletter? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Have you ever gotten a bad real estate newsletter? Like, you know, why do they want to open it? Do you want to see my kid's bike mangled by our Jeep? Like, what's the subject line that gets them to open it? I love that. Okay. Now, here are some general ideas of things that could be entertaining for your audience. Are you ready? Yep. Your favorites. TV. Food, shopping, what are you doing? What are you buying? What are you like enjoying right now? Share a link. I mean, did you buy a new refrigerator and it's the coolest refrigerator ever? Share a link, share a story. What happened? Did the old refrigerator leak and ruin your floors? Like tell us something. Yeah. Right? Okay, um, local loves. So anything that you love in your local area, favorite restaurants, shops, any kind of small business feature, I think is huge. And then you could even partner with those small businesses. Hey, you know, whatever restaurant, I'm going to share your restaurant and a photo of my recent trip there in my email newsletter. Do you have like a coupon or anything that you share with the community? Oh, you do? Okay, great. Great. Here it is. Or one of the other ideas is contests. So what if you share your favorite pizza place and the contest is if you respond back with your favorite pizza place, everyone gets entered to win a $50 gift card to that Mm, restaurant. That's neat. Now I'm like interactive and I'm like, oh, okay, well, this this newsletter is already valuable. What if I win $50 to get pizza? That sounds pretty good, right? Yeah. Okay, um, a quick real estate story. I'm going to emphasize here, friends, speed is important. Yeah. Quick. We do not want paragraphs of information, like two-sentence story or a three-sentence story. You know, let's try and get it in and out. But like, what's going on? What's the weirdest thing you saw to showing lately? Friggin' share a picture. You really make me want to do a newsletter. I'm I'm going to do I am going to do it. I'm going to do it. It sounds so fun. It does. What? That's how it should feel. Fun. I think it's never felt fun before. Right, so right, that's right. why I'm like I'm not doing this because like, it sounds stressful. Sounds really stressful. Okay, so quick real estate story. Um or a quick market update or a real estate tip. And try and keep this kind of be mindful that maybe you have people who aren't looking. So maybe it's more like you know, a quick tip to keep You know your what house. my favorite tip is what that you t- ever gave me that I think about a lot? What? Remove your window screens. Oh, yeah. If I, you live in a climate like us, so you can. never open your windows, 
won't remove your screens. Right, now I can see it's beautiful. Yeah, right. Put them in your attic, pull it out if you have a hurricane. That's what the inspector always says. You have to have uh, screens in case there's a hurricane and the power's out and you need to open your windows. I'm like, also in August, what I'm not doing is opening my windows regardless. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Okay, yeah, that's a great tip. Okay, so something like that. Yeah. Okay, or how to refresh your old 80s couch. Like take a picture of your old 80s couch, throw on some like a white blanket and some fresh new pillows and they're gonna be like, mind blown. Yeah. Right? Okay. That's cute. Quick tips, quick market updates, um, relevant home maintenance reminder. So, hey, it's that time of year when you need to treat all of the, you know, bugs outside of your house or wasp or whatever. Here's a link to my favorite pest control person. Perfect. Like share the tip. Oh, you need your, now's the time of year to pressure wash your driveway. Here's my favorite pressure washer. I also think that if you are going to share a vendor, that's great. I think people really appreciate that when someone's been vetted, a painter or whatever. But also share a link to your full list. Do you have a vendor list? Put that link in every newsletter. Oh, I can't remember where I saw that someone, you know, just keep giving that information. People love that. Um, okay, next general idea, community events. Hmm. What's your favorite parade, you know, in town? What's like, what time of year is it? What can we share in the community events? Also, guides to community resources. I think this is a great story. <laughs> the trash lady in our neighborhood that drives a trash truck, you know, it has the claw that picks up the trash can yeah. and tosses it in. Is the lady the same lady every time? Um, It has been for a while. I think we've actually moved on to someone different. But either way... Um, they did a terrible, terrible job and they smash the cans onto the ground and the lids fly off or they throw the can all the way in and it just is like gone. And it's the city provides the can, right? Yeah. Well, in your newsletter, why couldn't you say, hey, my like, this is so crazy. Our trash person is always breaking all of our trash cans. Did you know you can request a new trash can at this link? Oh, that's helpful. Did you know that you can report an out a, an out street light at this this app? Like there are all these resources that your community has. Yeah. Why don't you share with them how mosquito spray? Exactly. Exactly. But so I wouldn't even know where to go. What's well, what's a resource that you're looking for or that right. you've used? So when you're living your life, start to take note of that. Oh, well, I always call, you know, to get the street lights changed or what, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Okay. Um, so guides to community resources. The next one is stories about the neighborhood or amenities about a neighborhood. So maybe you want to feature a neighborhood. I don't know this month we're featuring Maplewood Estates and they have a great pond system and you know, you can go fish and catch bass there. The end. Cute. Quick tip, quick story, quick information. Um, okay. And then interactive polls. I think this one's great. Mm -hmm. So would you rather sh share two current listings or two recently sold properties in your area? Which one would you have bought? Do you want to guess the prices? Mm. Those are always fun. So the same kind of things that you would put in like an Instagram story. Why can't you put that into your newsletter? Yeah. How fun is that? That is fun. Which one would you buy? Do you want the house with the pool or the house with the outdoor kitchen? Right? Um, and then contest, I already mentioned that when we were talking about the restaurant. So just do a contest. That's what I got. I took so many notes. You did? You're not serious. I think we should both do it as a like, a, are you okay? Yeah, I just got nervous thinking about doing it. But it's so easy, three steps. I know, so each step is lengthy. 
Okay, well, how about this? It's fine. It's fine. If you actually don't want to send your Christmas card, think of all the time you're saving and just channel it into this. That actually does make me happy to think that that's what this is. Right? Hmm. So that might make you feel better. Um, that's really all that I have for notes on the um, newsletter. I swore I had another one, but I, I can't find it. So I think we're good. Okay. Okay. Um, any this questions? Was great. So great. I think it just goes to show if you feel a strain or a pressure or a dread, don't do it. Don't, don't do that. send anything that comes from that place. Right. Wait until you have a clear vision of what you're looking for. I like the formula idea to kind of guide you on like, what are you into right now? What products are you liking? What books are you reading? What podcasts are you listening to? Yes. Like that's all easy and doesn't so require easy. much thought. No. Because it's you. You just know. Right. So it can be a fun, exciting, helpful thing. Right. Without being this canned newsletter. Agree. It doesn't mean you can't share a market stat, but just be mindful it has to be entertaining. Yeah. And if, and people are going to remember what you do because it's in your freaking email signature. So the lender that sends me the rates every yes. Monday, mm -hmm. it's not really a newsletter. No. Just every Monday she says, here are the rates this week per the feds. Thanks. And then she'll say one line on if they're higher or lower than last week. Perfect. And then I take that as my cue to just save it to Instagram. Right. I cannot tell y'all how many people respond to that. The Instagram post? Yeah. What do they say? They're like, wow, this is crazy. Where where do you get this? It's usually like, where does this come from? This is so helpful. Can I share it? So I even went back and made um, like on my Instagram, like in my highlights, mm -hmm. the rates, mm -hmm. so that you can click. Go through. And see how they change. Yeah. You know what? It's very small differences. Super small. It was kind of interesting to see it week, 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 week. Right. It's not like it went from like three to seven. Yeah. And if people are giving you traction for that in your Instagram, you could literally share that in your, in your newsletter. newsletter. I know. Hey, I know. here are rates. Or here's rates for the last four weeks since yeah. I haven't talked to you that long. Yeah. It feels super easy to me. Yeah. Like yeah. no brainer. Yeah. Why wouldn't you reach out to your mm -hmm. database this way? Mm -hmm. But I think everyone, many realtors, most realtors mi completely miss this opportunity. Well, we overcomplicate it. We yeah. feel overwhelmed at the task. Yeah. It seems like this is just going to take, we're so busy. Yeah. This is going to take so much time. How am I going to figure this out? I just out? don't want one more thing yes, that I have to do. that's how it feels. Yeah. But it's not. It's really not that it's bad. It's really not that bad. Okay. Are you ready for a toast? Yeah. Okay. Let us get a toast. Um... Oh, okay. Also, for the record, friends, if you're not in the community, you should consider joining the next time we open the doors because this time when I needed toast, I just asked them. Oh, perfect. I was like, hi, community friends. I need some toast. And we got some? Yep. Great. Um, in fact, this one came from, let me see if I can, uh, Naomi Tidark. I hope I said that right, Naomi. Um, okay, so she has two people in her brokerage that she wants to toast. Um Aud Aubrey Dill and Monica Reyna from RJ Williams and Company. They are new agents. And um, even sh since I shared the podcast with them, they have been dedicated. Oh, ever since I shared the podcast with them, they have been dedicated listeners every Monday, like clockwork. 
Like clockwork, clockwork. consistency. That's right. They always tell me how helpful they find the podcast. And it's great having agents within my brokerage to share this with. So we're going to toast to Aubrey Dill and Monica Reyna. I love that. Thanks, Naomi. Cheers, everyone. Such a delight. So cheers, everybody. And why don't you go write yourself a newsletter? If you do a newsletter, tag us so we can see it on virtual Popeye. Yeah. Our new terminology. Yes, the virtual Popeye. The virtual Popeye. Okay, goodbye, friends. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Hustle Humbly podcast. Let us know who we should toast to for the next episode. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Hustle Humbly Podcast. If you have an episode, topic, or question, please email us at hustlehumblypodcast at gmail.com. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. See you next week. Bye. This is the good life.